Well, welcome once again to Legacy Leadership Alliance. I am Bishop Sean Cooper, and I tell you it's a joy to share with you here on Legacy Leadership Alliance. Legacy Leadership Alliance is a podcast dedicated to emerging generations and thought leaders for legacy transference in the marketplace, educational systems, and religious institutions. Legacy Leadership Alliance four points of light are mentorship, PK Alliance, and pastoral infrastructure. Well, it's good and it's a blessing to share with you here on Legacy Leadership Alliance. I tell you, man, it has been just a wonderful moment. I'm not saying that things has been easy as a leader. <laughs> no, sorry, it's been a challenge. But great is the Lord of faithfulness. Listen, I want to take some time and talk to you about a topic about paying full price in leadership. I think it's very essential that you and I understand that God, uh, and that's whether you are an entrepreneur, a pastor, associate pastor, any type of leadership business person, um, it is required of us to pay full price. And the only way that you're going to distinguish between full price. So the question that I want to ask as a leader, are you cost conscious or as a leader, are you worth conscious? <laughs> it is a difference. OK, you see, people that live their life uh, totally cost conscious often say things like, you know, that costs too much. But those leaders that are worth conscious say things like. It's worth the cost. Cost conscious, it costs too much. Worth conscious is worth the cost. Another example is, you know, cost conscious leadership is, um, man, it will really take a long time to finish, to finish this. But worth conscious, those that value the worth of what it costs. In other words, I know it costs this much, but it's worth the cost. So those that deal with worth, worth leadership will say things. I know that it's going to cost me, but it's only going to take two more years to get the degree. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it's going to cost me, but it's worth the cost. That parallel doesn't only uh, demonstrates itself in leadership, in economics, in real estate, but it is the same mentality and insight in ministry, okay? God don't want us to be so cost conscious. He want us to be worth conscious. Now, don't get me wrong. Cost is necessary, but worth deals with value. It deals with purpose, right? It's just not how much it costs. It's why are you willing to pay for this? What is the significance of you paying for this? And if so, is it worth the cost? You remember the rich young ruler in Mark, the 10th chapter that ran up to Jesus and basically said, you know, what, you know, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And the Lord said, of course, I want you to keep the commandments. And he said, well, I've done that for ever since I was a child. And Jesus turned to him. The Bible said he loved him. In other words, looked into him and said, uh, OK, sell everything you have give it to the poor, take up your cross and follow me. And the gentleman <laughs> turned around and, and with a, a depressed 
demeanor walked away. Why did he walk away? Well, the the return on his investment, on his sacrifice, the price that he's going to pay was simply not good enough. In other words, investing in the kingdom, giving it all to God, his money, his 401k, his stocks, selling it and giving the profits to the poor. In his mind, as a businessman, um, that sacrifice is not worthy of his investment. That type of return is just not enough for the price that he has to pay. And he just walked away. How many leaders feel that God doesn't pay good wages? In fact, if, we, if the truth be told, leaders, some leaders, okay, fear the cost. They're afraid of what may be required of them to serve God. Because deep down inside, they don't believe that God pays good wages, that there is not a good enough return. So they're cost conscious, right? But once you understand value and being a leader of value, you understand that what's tied to the sacrifice, what's tied to the initial uh, giving, the value and the return and benefit far outweighs <laughs> the original sacrifice. In other words, God pays great wages. This young ruler was struggling with that if he give everything up for God, all his wealth, the return on his investment will be minimized. It's, it's no worth in it. And, and then to add to it, Jesus said uh, how hardly or how difficult it is for a rich man to go to heaven. It's like uh, going through the eye of a needle. And the disciples said, Lord, what do you mean? I mean, we've given up everything to serve you. We've given up everything possible, Lord, to put you first. We prized the kingdom of God in a worthy manner, in, in, in worth. We were, we're willing to pay the cost, full price for purpose, right? And then Jesus replied back to, to them and says, uh, anybody any leader that gives up mother, father, stocks, come on, uh, they sacrifice their offerings or whatever for my namesake. He said that the return is great. He said, I'll give them a hundredfold in this life return and in the life to come eternal life. So the Lord was placing great significance and worth and value. But how many times do the enemy comes in as leaders to make us feel that ministry has no value. There's, it's not, it has no worth. That is one of the most deadly deception. I want you to know that God pays good wages. You see, when you understand the worth, right, you're willing to pay full price for greatness. Cost is defined as an amount paid, but worth is defined as the value, benefits, the wealth of a thing. Cost deals with the price or the sacrifice that can result in pain or also distress and even suffering, the cost of it. But when you look at the wealth why, or the worth of it, you recognize that the worth so outweighs the cost. The worth is the value of a thing. And I'm telling you, if you have as a leader given up things for Jesus, and you haven't got a return yet. It doesn't mean that God has depreciated your sacrifice, right? Or set it to the side or made it 
uh, or devalued it. No, it has great worth. Sometimes the manifestation or the seed or the, the benefit of the blessing, many times you haven't even received yet, right? It's just not time for the harvest as of yet, but it is coming. And we don't seek God just for material gain or for profit. We just need to know that that comes with the the call. In other words, it's already engrafted in that God will bless you according to your sacrifices and your giving as a leader. The, the, the scripture is clear, whatsoever man soweth, he shall reap. So it's very evident that God will bless you according to your giving and your sacrifices. Now listen, as a leader, I've been pastoring going on 29 years. It has been a minute. <laughs> and I've opened up businesses and did real estate and you know a publishing company. I can go on and on about things that I've done. And I'm telling you something, there have been moments when I felt like, is it really worth it? You know what I'm saying? Is it really worth the pain? Is it really worth the sacrifice? Is, is it really worth the time that I put in? And specifically, just dealing with pain and relationships and what it takes to maintain uh, the ministry with integrity, it has great cost. Okay? And I've asked myself, and uh, me and my wife have even talked about it, because sometimes we felt like the benefit of the blessing is slow. You know, if God pays good wages, he sure takes a, he sure takes a long time to make it happen. Yeah, we felt that. But you know, over the th almost 30 years of pastoring, now that I'm older and I look back, I recognize how God has blessed us in such a way that had we not served him and I decided to go down another road, I am positive that I would not receive the multiple benefits and blessings in God, okay, that I have received as following him in obedience. In other words, the benefits of the blessing of, my, of me saying yes to God far outweighs rebellion or taking another road. When it comes to terms with how God has blessed us financially, ownership, my family, my marriage, my grandchildren, See, there is a lot of other blessings that has been engrafted in just because I told God yes and was willing to pay the full price of obedience to serve him. And as a result of that, God has blessed me beyond measure. See, sometimes it takes more than a month, a year or 10 years to reap the harvest of the sacrifices of the seeds you planted yesterday. Sometimes you got to live a little longer. You got to be in this thing in longevity to look back and see the fruit and the harvests that you've received over the years. You, you see what I'm saying? You know, you know, most people, let's, let's be honest, most leaders, I guess I would say, would rather pay a minimum price for maximum return. In other words, I want to serve the Lord, but I want to, I want God to take me through minimum tests. Okay. Minimum uh, complications, but I do want maximum return. However, to truly obtain the greater things of life, whether spiritual or natural, let's be honest, you must be willing to pay full price. And, and, and some leaders, and I've done this, we complain about the price 
that's some of us, others welcome the price because the value and the benefits that come as a result of their labor far exceed their sacrifice. So it goes back to my point, when you understand worth, you're willing to pay full price for that greatness. And the more you mature in leadership, you recognize that whatever God called you to do, that is a hard place or a hard mandate, you've already settled in your mind that what's in that particular assignment is benefits and blessings as well as sacrifice. It's just not pain, crying, misery, and God putting you on the cross. No, it is the peace in your marriage, a benefit. It is hearing him clearly, which is a benefit. Oh, that's, that's an incredible return and benefit. When you can hear the voice of God clearly, well, when you serve in the Lord and your focus as a leader, God give you the benefit of his voice that you can hear him clearly. Now, let's get, get let, let us understand that as a leader, sometimes things can get clouded. Right. And there could be static. But ultimately, when you are faithful, it is God's responsibility to make sure that the voice that he speak to you is sound and clear, that you know that you know that you know that is God. That is one of the benefits and attributes of serving the Lord in sacrifice and the willingness to pay full price. So it's the voice, which is a benefit, the peace in your marriage, which is a benefit, the love for your children and the children love for you is a benefit. Oh, the blessing of your grandchildren is a benefit. Cursing. God will curse the enemy. In fact, the Bible says when it comes to tithe and offering, can he open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that you don't have room to receive? Look at all the multiple benefits that is wrapped up in what we call worth, right? So the worth, the blessings and the benefit far outweigh the price you pay to tell God yes. Once you understand that as a leader, and like I said, you need to understand this coming out of the gate of purpose. You need to understand this when you say yes to the assignment. You know, the, the scripture in Luke 14, and most of you guys know this as a leader, talks about uh, building the house. And the gentleman started building, but he, he didn't count up the cost of what it was it would cost him. And he got in the middle of the project and quit because he didn't have enough resources to pay for it. Right. He didn't count up the calls. So it's important that you as a leader first count up the calls of the assignment. When God tell you to do something, it's going to cost you your life. Let's just be real about it. The Bible said what profits a man that gains the whole world and lose his soul. OK. When you tell God, yes, I'll preach, I'll build this church, I'll, you know, pastor this church, you know, whatever it may be, okay? I'll be an entrepreneur to bring uh, kingdom wealth uh, into the kingdom, whatever. You need to know it's going to cost you everything, your mind, your time, your money, your soul, okay? It's going to cost you everything. And if, when you step up to the assignment, you have to already recognize that it's, God is not requiring you or he's asking of some of you. Because some of us, like I said, we start in the kingdom with a minimum uh, type of sacrifice, you know, but we want maximum return. 
or we want to uh, get into the, the work of the ministry slowly, just in case God acts something that we, we are not willing to pay, okay? No, that's, that's the wrong mentality, and I think perhaps that's the reason why there's friction and, and uh, there is uh, people that are, are committing suicide and divorce and all this stuff is going on. I know that the enemy is raging to try to bring deception into our lives as leader, but also I think sometimes it is in the initial contract, right? It's when we, we, we get into the agreement telling God yes. I think that we try to uh, negotiate and we try to put cushions into this contract. When God says this is never a contract, this is a covenant. <laughs> uh, you know, a contract can, can be broken, but a covenant, is it costs you your life. A covenant is a blood, right? That was the actual mentality and understanding of a covenant is that it's going to cost you your life. And when Jesus called us as leaders to the ministry, it was a covenant call, not a contract, but a covenant call, right? And we surrendered. When he called the disciples, the Bible said they dropped their nets and followed him. In other words, the call had um, took precedence over everything. Now, when we say everything, of course, we know there is order, uh, the balance in your home, your marriage. And if you own a secular job, you're responsible to make sure that you do well in that particular job description. So it doesn't mean that you just leave your your job and you, you abandon your wife. No, w w let's talk soundness. I'm just simply saying when he called you as a leader, um, he called you into a real yes. What was in the yes? The yes is your surrenderance to God. You, su you submit to his lordship. You submit to his leading. You, you submit to his holiness. There's a lot of submission. And then you submit to the assignment, to the call which you are called to. And in that call, God wants you to be more worth conscious than cost conscious. He wants you as a leader to understand it's going to cost you everything. And what is the worth of that cost? You're going to pay for it. <laughs> and what is the worth? Well, there are multi multiplicity of blessings tied to it. But if you're just cost conscious, in other words, you know, you're doing it not because out of the right motives. It's going to be very difficult. Remember Judas? Judas gave God a generic yes, right? He didn't want to pay full price for the ministry. In fact, in Matthew 27, the Bible says uh, about Judas, which is the betrayer, seeing that he was condemned for what he did, you know, he was remorseful, right? And then he brought back the 30 pieces of silver, that he sold out to, you know, sold Jesus out, and he 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 brought it back to the priests. Uh, he, you know, he was saddened that he actually compromised the ministry. They were able to pay him off, right? He was a hireling. If there's ever one thing that you never want to allow yourself to get to, you don't 
reduce the call down to be a hireling or do it just because of the benefit or just because of the money. Judas didn't understand or perhaps he understood. I don't know what was in his mind, but he thought that this was financial gain. He thought that the ministry was supposed to promote him and it was about the house, the car and notoriety and power. And when he finally understood, no, this was a deeper call. This was about salvation. This was about eternity, not just about the natural things, but this was a spiritual dynamic. He couldn't give it all. So he sold out, you know, so to speak, you know, he sold out. He manipulated the situation. And guess what happened? He hung himself. You see, when a leader really understand true worth, the worth makes you properly assess and appraise people and things at his true value. See, he did not appraise Jesus at his true value. So he sold him out for 30, per, uh, 30 pieces of silver. And if you calculate that uh, this day and age, some say it's 30 something dollars. Some say it's 300 and something dollars. Uh, you know, who knows? But how do you sell out Jesus for the price of less than $500 when he's the creator of all the ends of the earth? Come on. How do you reduce the ministry down to silver and gold? I mean, I mean, you have to have a warped philosophy of true value. Okay, you cannot see the significance and the true benefits and the true worth of having him in your life. First of all, let, let's get this. Let's get this understanding. He is so, he he has such value, right? that he paid the price for your salvation, which is beyond measure. You can't put a price on your soul. But Judas, because he has a warped philosophy and the enemy uh, so manipulated him and picked him like a lock, right? That he was willing to sell out God for 30 pieces of silver. So you gotta be careful that you 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 don't allow the enemy to disrupt your value okay and understand that whatever price you paying for the gospel to preach uh to build to lead as a leader great is the value and if you ever take that out of this true dimension and set it somewhere else you're in trouble because now the ministry is for sale You'll sell your soul. You you will manipulate. You'll start uh, trying to bring deception. You'll minimize. You'll compromise. Because now it's not about him. It becomes about you. And you don't want to pay the full price. Okay? And you start saying, well, this costs too much. Let me tell you something. Whenever you do anything for God, it's not, it's not a situation where it's ever it costs too much. The worth and the value of the price you pay. Come on. In other words, it's worth it all. After uh, 29 years, going on 29 years, I can actually say that every tear was worth it. Now, there have been some things that I did in my flesh. Me and my wife made a few decisions out of fear, and we paid for that. Right. It had nothing to do with Jesus. It's our own 
uh, insecurities. But when I look at the totality of this journey, preaching and living for God, ever since I was 19 years old, God saved when I was 16, started preaching when I was 19, I am 55 years old. We've helped build churches. We helped start churches. I mean, I can go on and on of things that we have done for the king. And I can look back right now at all the pain and, and, and discouragement and ups and downs and ins and outs. If you would ask me today, would I do it again? Without hesitation, I will give you an emphatic yes, because the blessings of God far outweighs the pain. The good days far outweigh the bad days. Okay? The blessing of my children, the blessing, come on, of my marriage, the blessing uh, of, of the, the relationships that I've built over the years. I'm telling you, I'm a wealthy man. Now, I don't have millions in the bank yet, <laughs> prayerfully, right? Yeah, but I got a million dollars worth of determination. I feel like Caleb, after all the years of ministry, and now I'm 55 years old, I still got some oxygen. I, I still feel strong in my mind. That's the benefit of loving God and understanding true wealth and worth. Another thing, uh, as we deal with paying full price and understanding worth, right, in leadership, when you really understand worth, it forces you to maintain a high level of excellence, right? You're given over to perfection because you're doing it for God. You're given over to quality and greatness. The bathrooms in the church must be, must have perfection, quality, because I'm building for the king and everything I do must be done in quality because I know the worth of it. I value it. So I build the way I see. You see, worth understands the difference between a fool's fight and a fight of faith. When you understand worth, you don't just get in every fight because some fights are not worth it. Okay. You don't want to be a fool to fight everything because you understand worth. It's not worth your time. Those that are foolish, that's trying to uh, manipulate you so you can get off focus. Your focus can get broken. Is that not the enemy's plan? But when you understand true worth, you understand the difference between a fool's fight and a, and a fight of faith. Because worth also, worth also puts a demand on tenacity. Worth gives you stubborn, stubborn faith, persistence. You're not willing to admit defeat. Come on, because you understand what you're fighting for and who you're fighting for. Worth provokes a higher level of excellence. When you pay for something that is expensive and have great value, it teaches you how to respect quality and prevent you from becoming cheap. Man, it's a lot we could talk about, but look, I got to get out of here. I pray you're being blessed as we deal with Legacy Leadership Alliance. 
do a favor for me. Share, share, share with your friends and your family, co-laborers, leaders. Remember, it is better to live by principle than to die by impulse. You go with God and be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Leadership Alliance podcast. We invite you to continue to join us at the intersection of religion, education, and the marketplace as we provide synergy and faith toward the future. Follow us on all podcast platforms and subscribe. Contact Sean Cooper at bishopshawn at gmail.com to donate to Legacy Leadership Alliance cash app dollar sign bishopshawn. And remember, it is better to live by principle than to die by impulse.